All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, altplayground.net is continuing the fun as we roll into the summer months. For instance, they announced a new meet and greet that is hosted by the fine folks over at the Black and Kinky podcast. It's going down in Maryland and it is exclusively for Alt Playground members. So head on over to altplayground.net today to get signed up and check out the details if you're not already a member. If you are a member, make sure you look into that. It sounds like a whole lot of fun. And just in general, there are some really fun events and clubs and different things being represented on Alt Playground that you're definitely going to want to see for yourself. It's a great resource just to immerse yourself in lifestyle stuff. We really appreciate it because it's incredibly modern and inclusive of all different gender identities, sexual identities, relationship dynamics, etc. So head on over to altplayground.net today and we will see you there. So it's been an interesting week for me and I know for you as well, which we'll get to in terms of communicating with people and trying to kind of expand our horizons and think of things in terms of interacting with other people in a little bit different way than we have in the past. And this week, it's been really interesting because I have found myself connecting with far more single women that are interested in communicating with me, potentially playing with me only than I ever have in the past. And what's really interesting about that is I have a very kind of narrow view of my attraction to women at this point in my life. Why do you think that is? I'm not really sure. It's not that way with men. I can be attracted to all sorts of different types of men. But there's this very kind of shallow view that I have of my attraction towards women. It's like, if you're not a big booty girl with long hair and hopefully tattoos, I'm not going to be nearly as interested. And I don't find that to be the case if I'm communicating, for example, with a couple. Like if we're going to go play with a couple or I'm going to play with a couple, I don't find that to be as big of a deal. So I have some sort of a mental block that doesn't fucking make sense to me. I don't know that it's necessarily a mental block. It's just a, uh, you know, it's a preference, I think, like anything else. Right. But am I allowing the preference to overshadow, like potentially going out and having some really awesome hot sex with a beautiful woman yeah absolutely we talk about this a lot we absolutely keep ourselves from having a good time a lot i do it constantly i know i do it constantly i do it i think subconsciously most of the time yeah i think you self-sabotage a little bit no no doubt and what was interesting is so i'm talking to this woman this week and she's not necessarily my physical type she's just she's beautiful but not what i would deem someone i would go after you know we've talked I had this crush back in Montana. She came into my place of work all the time. And I always think of her in terms of how I compare my attraction to other women because she was kind of like the epitome of this woman that had me drooling all all over her. And I mean, I just would think about her all the time. I had this giant crush on her and she's very specifically my body type. So when I interact with women that aren't that and I don't get quite as revved up over them physically, I think about that. And I I really want to get away from that. I think it's incredibly toxic. Well, there's no question question i do very much the same thing for a a lot of different ways but if we're talking about a a, a man that i'm looking to interact with i always go back to the guy i was seeing back home well that's not even fair brian exactly i was so fucking hot exactly but but (laughs) you're setting yourself up for failure i agree however (laughs) the interesting thing is under normal circumstances all things considered, he's not typically the type of guy that I would be attracted to either. He's a drop younger. He's your age. I say a drop. He's your age. <laughs> and so typically I'm attracted to guys more you know, closer to my age and a little bit more you know, seasoned, distinguished, let's call it. However, when I'm chatting with someone, instantly his image pops in my mind. So I compare everyone to him, which is a terrible fucking idea because when we say to you folks... He is literally the most attractive person in our town where we lived. That is male, female, or otherwise across the fucking board. GQ model. He was so attractive. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So yeah, it's it doesn't even make cognitive sense. I don't even know why I do it. But you know, I guess I don't know. We get in our own heads a lot of times. Listen, I'm communicating with a couple right now. They're both bisexual. We have discussed 
us playing together, us playing separately with myself and she, you and he, and my playing with him and you playing with her. They brought that conversation up because it's something they've also always wanted to do. You know, I mean, we have a lot of those options. You and I just have a tendency to work ourselves out of potentially good times. Because she doesn't look anything like the woman that you're describing. (laughs) She's attractive for sure. Does not look anything like you're describing. Yeah, I think I just need to start actually meeting people that I wouldn't necessarily say are my perfect physical type and focusing on the chemistry because we've talked so many fucking times about how that's the important thing. It is. And then yet when I'm talking to a woman and she's not that perfect physical type for me, I talk myself out of meeting because I'm like, well, I'm going to wait until my type comes around. Well, we know, and that's the thing, we know from history, you and I, meeting the person that we deem or the people that we deem are perfect physical type, like we are really attracted to these people, let's meet them for the first time. Well, we go ahead and do that, and as it turns out, we don't like them at all. Right. And we're like, okay, check, please. We're out of here. However, how many times has it happened that we have met people that we were not necessarily instantly attracted to, and we turn out having it turns out that we have a great fucking time with them and they're lifelong friends. Yeah. We know better. We just stop ourselves. Yeah. You know? And I think we've gotten to the point now where we're we have got to step outside of that space for any number of positive reasons. And we're doing that. I think we're both working toward that. And I think we have a little bit. I certainly have. But at the same time, there's still that kind of mental blockage. You know, if anything from me pops up, like within a conversation, a digital conversation, I instantly start looking for reasons not to interact with this person. Yeah, we need to definitely stop doing that. You're the worst at that. I'm fucking terrible. (laughs) I am terrible at Well, okay. So I say that I'm terrible at it. You don't even know this yet. So you were going to meet a couple last night yes. for the first time. Well, I told you, that's a, that's great. Why don't you go and meet that couple? I'll go and do my thing. I was going to meet a guy that I have been communicating with for almost two weeks, probably 10 days at this point. I was putting that together because we've been talking about getting together. He's like 17 minutes away from where we're staying. Oh, I had no idea. Well, when you were working on your thing, I was working on mine. I thought this would be a great surprise, right? Well... This is 10 days of a lot of communication. He finally tells me that the images he's been sending me of him are not him. He That's not oh, him at all. Oh, fucking catfish. Well, because we're, get, well, we're getting ready to meet. So what's he going to do now? He's going to show up and, and I'm not even going to recognize the guy. <laughs> so I'm assuming that these images are probably images that were sent to him at some point. And he's just recycling them. I don't know. I didn't ask. Oh, for sure. That's what's happening. And I said, well... Why don't you send me some pictures of yourself? His response is, well, there's no way you're going to be attracted to me. I wouldn't embarrass myself that way. Well, you wasted 10 fucking days communicating with me. And then I wonder, well, how many other people are you doing this to? How much fucking time do you have? You know, I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah, to me. that's not OK. I fucking hate when people do shit like that. I mean, I feel bad that he obviously doesn't have the self-confidence to just, you know, be himself and put it out there like that. But Jesus, well, that's what I said waste to him. your time. Well, I said, hey, let's just meet for a drink. Who gives a shit? What happens? Let's let's go hang out because the digital communication was solid. Seemed like a guy that I would have a drink with, like, you know, from a personality perspective. I thought, well, let's just go meet, see what happens. Uh, uh-uh. He was just so outside of the realm of possibility that we were going to be or that I was going to be attracted to him. He wouldn't even put himself in that situation. Damn, you know, that's so, too bad. Well, and that lends itself to why I'm so fucking like guarded and uncertain when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, but you know? it's you can't be that bitter person. I tell no, lifestylers no. this all the time. If you act as if you're this bitter, scorned no, no, person. Not, not bitter or scorned. What it just did for me, right? Of course, the way my mind works, it justified for me why I am the way I am. <laughs> I know, you know, but that's not okay either. No, it's terrible. It's a fucking terrible idea. In fact, there was another guy that I was communicating with. I've stopped communicating with him because I'm like, fuck this. This is a waste of my time. Yeah. But I really can't do that. I, yeah, we get in our own heads. You and I, we have got to stop doing it. We do it a lot. A lot. And we have some opportunities coming up that I think will hopefully move us in the right direction. What, what are you referring to? Well, we're going to Caliente this weekend. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. We're yeah. going with friends. Well, yes, which is great because we are we are legitimately going with friends. We're going with some folks that we have recently connected with that's amazing. They're just awesome people. So there'll be a safety net, I guess, for us, right? There's definitely that safety net. But at the same time, there'll be other people with some of those folks that we have yet to meet. So that'll give us an opportunity to interact. And also we've never been there. And you and I have decided we're going our separate ways at some point. 
Yep. That has to happen. Yeah, we talked about that. We're definitely going to do that. Yeah. So there's an opportunity for us, I guess, in a controlled environment to some degree, you know, with the training wheels of our friends being there. But I think it's a good time for us to try it. It's a, it, you know, it's an experimental thing for sure, but we're definitely going to roll the dice. Yeah, I think we're just experimenting in a lot of ways. And I guess that's why I brought up the topic of talking with more single women or polyamorous women that operate yeah. as single people or whatever the case may be, but just trying to understand attraction to females on a different level. I know I'm incredibly bisexual. I love licking pussy. It's like one of my favorite things to I do. I know. I've seen you do it many times. But I just need to be able to wrap my head around getting out of this box that I place myself in in terms of attraction and also question why that attraction is there. I don't know. There's just a lot going through my head right now, especially in terms of interacting with women. And I'm sure a lot of you listening can relate to that. Well, and you and I have talked about this before. Like for us, like the ideal situation when it comes to a polyamorous dynamic is either an individual with whom you and I both have a relationship or potentially a couple that you and I both have a relationship with. And this particular couple that I referred to earlier, the, the bisexual couple, they're also poly. So do you ever see a situation where we are in a polyamorous dynamic with a couple where it is myself and he that are having a relationship and you and she that are having a relationship? Is that even something that enters into your mind? Because I'd never considered it until interacting with this couple because they had mentioned that that's what they are looking for at well, long term. At this point in my life, I'm very heteroromantic. I have zero interest in dating a woman long term. Right. I, that could change. I think it's very fluid and flexible. And I think if I allow myself to go there mentally and be open to things, it could happen. But I've never been romantically interested in a woman before. I'd be very surprised if it happened. It's interesting. I don't know. For me, I, I tend to think that there's you just have a lot more experimentation that you want to enjoy going forward. Yeah, but it's forward. mostly sexual experimentation, right. not necessarily romantic. No, that's my point. I think once you've gotten to a point in your life where you have tested the waters in all of these different ways, that maybe you'll be able to kind of reconcile what it is exactly that you want at that particular time. And for me, I think I've already... I've already kind of figured that out. As I told you, I think for me, if I am going to have a polyamorous relationship, it is very likely, it's probable that it will be with a man, someone who identifies as a man. Yeah, I agree. Based yeah. on what we've talked about. Yeah. I mean, I guess the whole thing is there are game changers that come along, right? And they just oh, yeah. spin everything. You spin your whole world off its axis. We've experienced it. <laughs> we know it to be true. And I think that I'm open to that happening. I'm open to someone coming in and just completely changing my views on dating a woman or dating a couple or whatever. So, yeah. you know, it's an exciting time for us. I think we're both at this point where we want things to happen organically and we are working to be our best selves so that when those things do happen organically, we don't piss off experiences. Yeah, for and, sure. you know, we're just like, we're open to shit. Listen, I, I firmly believe that when the time is right, and you, like you said, these kind of game changers come along, we're going to know it. We'll instantly feel it. I think you and I are such, we're so in sync that we will instinctively know with you know between each other that this is the right situation. I you know, agree. I, I have no doubt that that'll happen. It happens all the time with every fucking thing else in our lives. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. If we, whether it's choosing a place to go to have a drink or have dinner, and we walk in, it's like, oh yeah, this will work, or uh, not a fucking chance. <laughs> like we know instantly. We pull up to places. It's like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we burst into laughter. Yeah, we're not fucking going. Not here. doing that, especially in this area. There's some really cool places, but We've, there's yeah. also been some like like train wreck places oh. where I'm like, I wouldn't use ice in my drink here. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the guy, we pulled into the parking lot of this one fucking place, this kind of, uh, you know, on the water type situation. We've never seen it. The, and of course, pictures online, right? It's like the dating game. Pictures look fucking great. Yeah. You know, yeah. then you get there. It's like, wh what the fuck is this? Pull into this location. Uh, definitely not going to give you the name of it. Guy standing there on his cell phone. His shirt is hiked up to his chest and he's picking his belly button. We were out. <laughs> fucking out. He's standing at the door on his cell phone, smoking and sticking his finger in his... I mean, I couldn't... I could not have been less interested in stepping foot in that fucking place. You didn't feel sexy in that environment? No. It could have been the best fucking food and the best fucking atmosphere ever inside. I couldn't get... I couldn't park the vehicle. I, I couldn't do it. You know, <laughs> makes for a good story, though. But, I'll, I'll never well, forget that. Well, you know, what's funny. Like I look, I listen to myself saying that and I do the same fucking thing when it comes to, you know, meeting people. Not to that extreme, of course, but 
the slightest thing, and that that's not slight. Let's not get, don't. Get I was it, gonna say, don't get it twisted. That <laughs> fucked me up really quickly. That will be seared into my brain until I die. <laughs> yeah, to, because to be clear, he worked there, so that's you know he had the staff shirt on. It's like no, 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 no. I'm I'm out. But I do kind of the same thing. You know, when it comes to the dating profiles and the interactions, if one little fucking thing sticks out to me, I will then typically find more reasons not to go forward. Not a healthy way to do it. So I I, I really do want to, I'm so excited about this weekend because I really earnestly am going to put myself out there, which as you know, I do not fucking do ever. And I'm, I'm just going to roll the dice, see what happens. Fuck it. What, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? The truth is, at the end of the day, you and I just have fun. It doesn't really matter. And then we come back to each other with these hilarious fucking stories. So uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. good either way. I don't That's care. That's part of the lifestyle. We win either way. Yeah, we always win. We'll come back, get in the hot tub and have hot monkey sex. Doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, totally. By the way, kind of along this same line of uh, me communicating with more women and you communicating with more men, happy Pride Month to everyone. Yeah. Yes, how fucking awesome is that? Headed to uh, St. Petersburg in about two weeks for Pride Month there, or for for Pride, basically, because there's so many fucking cool things going on. We were going to go this weekend, but we are, however, going to Caliente. Yes. So I was actually going to run on the 5K, but there's no way we can get there and back in time. No, but yeah, we're going to head to some events later in the month, and I'm pumped for that. But just wanted to wish everyone, all of our LGBTQ plus listeners, a very happy Pride Month. And we will definitely fill you in on... St. Petersburg Pride. It's supposed to be the biggest in the entire state, which I was very surprised to read, but that'll be really fun. Yeah, I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Pride Tampa was fucking awesome. I mean, what a great just environment and experience. Hadn't been the Pride anything since I was in college in Atlanta back in the fucking early 90s. So this was a really just fun. I've always had to work during Pride, you know, instead of being able to enjoy it. So a very cool experience. Looking forward to St. Pete's. Same. It's going to be awesome. Yes. Cannot wait. So single guy tip of the week, is that you? Because I could easily do this all day. (laughs) Well, I could as well, unfortunately. No, I think I have a really important one. Okay. And I think it goes for far beyond just single guys, but obviously I deal with a lot of single guys that don't seem to understand this concept, okay? No is a complete sentence. Oh, yeah. No does not require a reasoning behind it or a why. And I fucking hate when someone asks me something i very politely say no and then i receive back why right like for example i'm communicating with a guy it's the second message now granted i'm thankful that they're asking if i want to see their cock rather than just sending it that is a step in the right direction yeah for sure you're looking for consent but then to shit on someone for uh, wanting uh, to not see your cock is like, what the fuck? Yeah, often what what they'll say is like, well, can I send you a picture of my cock? And I say, no, thank you. And then the response back is, well, why? Because I don't. I don't need to explain to you why I don't want to see your cock. You asked for my consent. I didn't provide it. And that's all you need to know. Yeah, exactly. I fucking hate that. And it, like I said, it's not just single guys. It's happened with couples lately a lot as well. We have Instagram is, you know, because we put kind of sexier stuff on there, clothed, very clothed pictures. Because <laughs> yeah. Instagram is like the fucking, you know, Puritans over Completely there. Completely clad. <laughs> but... But it is, you know, sexier content, and we talk about being swingers on there and whatnot. And so we've had a multitude of people recently reaching out saying things like, hey, do you guys want a naughty chat on here, or do you want to exchange pictures? And I say, no, thank you. And the response almost always is, why? Yeah, absolutely. I get it. Listen, you cannot imagine how much of it I get as well, communicating with guys, but I get it with couples too. I was communicating with a couple, and I was communicating with the female portion of the couple. She arbitrarily sent me pictures of him and her, but sent me cock pictures of him. We didn't even talk about sending pictures. We were just in the middle. I was actually, I had just sent them a message, and as soon as I sent a message, boom, I get like four images completely unsolicited. Like, I didn't, we didn't talk about this. You, you haven't seen mine yet. Like, where'd that come from? Yeah, well, the whole no thing is a really big issue. So yeah, I mean, just if you're asking for consent, actually respect it when it's not provided. You're asking for a reason. You're asking because you are trying to receive a yes or a no. And you should be okay with either response. That whole why thing where I feel like I have to explain why I'm not comfortable with something to a complete stranger is really unnecessary. And also it creates this very weird dynamic where if you ask me that, I immediately don't feel comfortable and I'm not going to want to move forward. I'm just going to want to shut you out and and move on to the next. Yeah, if I want to provide you with a reason, I would have given you a reason like, no, thank you. Here's why. 
You know, I get, listen, I get but it But I also don't have to do that. No, that's my point. I'm not required to do that. No, if you wanted to provide a reason, you could. You simply said, no, thank you. That should be the end of that conversation. Yes. You know? And I always say, no, thank you. I'm not like, fuck, no, or anything rude like that. You know? No, especially when someone asks, because you think, oh, they're, they're, that's polite. You know, there's some courtesy there. Thank you very much, but I really am not interested at this time. And then they just shit all over you. Yeah, well, that's what I was just going to say. Typically, this is how the conversation goes. Hey, can I send a cockpick? No, thank you. But why? Because I don't want to see your cock right now. I don't feel like seeing your cock right now. Well, fuck you, bitch. You're yep. so stuck up. I didn't want to talk to you anyway. Yeah. So those are typically people, in my opinion, at least in my experience, that aren't genuinely interested in meeting. That's just me wanting to send you a picture of my cock to get off. That's all that is. Because most of them, if that's your, again, if that's your go-to, you don't have any conversation for me. Well, what was really interesting is I put up a post on our Instagram talking about my frustration with this. And one of the comments mentor said something that I loved more than anything, which I think explains it perfectly. When guys immediately want to shoot you a cockpit and they're just so eager for you to see their cock, it's because they don't have a personality. They rely on their cock as their personality. Like that is their defining characteristic to them. Well, it's also that you have no one that wants to see your cock. <laughs> so that's a problem for me too, because if you're, you know, someone who is just out there and doing well and interacting with people and having great success in this this space there's no reason for you to do that you you know you the get outcome on instagram and harass yeah. a complete stranger yeah you're yeah. just desperate for anyone to look at you semi-clad you know which is depressing and fucking sad but also completely rude yeah so like i said not just the single guys i actually had a single lady do it to us yesterday she asked if i wanted to see if we wanted to see her tits i very politely said no thank you she shot back with not only why but then everyone loves my tits, so I don't understand why you wouldn't want to see them. Yeah, it's not that I wouldn't enjoy seeing them or I don't want to see them, but maybe, just maybe, we could have a conversation that doesn't include nudity to determine whether we even want to see each other naked first. Or better yet, it's a business profile for our podcast. Maybe not the right place to be reaching out with nudes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, people don't, they don't think of things that way. They're just (laughs) eager to show you their their tits and their cock. That's really all it is. You know, it's I like tits as much as the next person i just wanted to be in the proper format with proper consent yeah i like both but i don't need to see them message too you know (laughs) we can we can pump the brakes a little bit well as far as single guy tip of the week goes uh guys if you're interacting particularly with any well anyone really but certainly if you're deep into uh you know communicating with someone over the course of days or weeks even maybe send them actual pictures of you just throwing that out there no fucking catfishing nobody likes a catfish what a waste of fucking time what a waste of time (laughs) yeah i'm sorry that's a really big bummer yeah well fortunately i guess for all things considered you actually didn't get a chance to meet that couple they kind of flaked and you know wanted to meet you late at night and yeah, so they we wanted just to meet me at like 10 p.m i'm like i am in bed at 10 p.m well it especially thursday yeah i mean you're getting you're meeting someone at 10 o'clock what does that mean for later on like what time are we wrapping this up one two in the morning fuck out of here yeah no thank you no no thank you not during the week and not just for the first meetup anyway doesn't make sense so anyway you didn't get a chance to meet them and i didn't have to get catfished in person (laughs) so that was a win something silver lining all right we have a really fun story to get to today it is a rare occurrence for us it has only happened a couple of times since we've been in the lifestyle really and it's been a long time since certain elements of this play dynamic have happened for us and we're going to share all of those details with you but first we want to say a very big thank you to the partners of the front porch swingers podcast Father's Day is just around the corner, and you probably need a gift for the hairy dads in your life. Whether it's your dad, your husband, your partner, etc. This year, make them proud and get them and yourself the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. It is brand new, it is fantastic, and if you use our promo code SWINGERS at manscaped.com, you're going to get 20% off of it plus free shipping. Yeah, listen, dads out there, if you want to be a DILF, a true DILF, you got to clean that bush, man. Just because you're a dad does not mean you got to give up. You can't have a shrub between your legs. Get the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. It is amazing. It is fantastic. Get your DILF on this Father's Day. As a woman who really appreciates DILFs, I will second that. I like when it's all clean and looking lovely down there. And therefore, I think you should all go out and get the Lawnmower 4.0. Imagine surprising your dad with the sleek and well-designed and optimized body trimmer that says your balls will thank you on the box. What a great Father's Day gift, seriously. 
The fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. You might ask, how is the Lawnmower 4.0 different from other trimmers? Well, first of all, it has multiple guard lengths with sizes one through four. It has an amazing battery and a wireless charging system that uses electromagnetic induction, which can help with battery length and ensure that you can trim as long as you want and need to. And like we said, make sure you go to manscaped.com and use our promo code SWINGERS at checkout to get 20% off plus free shipping. Your dad will thank you this Father's Day. Do you know that your lubes are safe? What about the delay sprays that you're using? If you're not using Promescence products, you may be putting things into or on your body that aren't as safe as they should be. Thankfully, Promescent is doctor recommended and promoted by 2,000 plus medical professionals nationwide. There's no prescription needed for their flagship delay spray, so no awkward visits, just better sex, and they have discreet packaging so that your privacy is protected. Their flagship delay spray is target zone tested, meaning it desensitizes only the areas you want for a more pleasurable experience. In other words, if you're playing with a new play partner, you're having that threesome, that orgy you've always wanted to have, you're going to want to have this delay spray so that you can extend your sexy time and ensure the experience is as pleasurable as possible for all involved. The delay spray also allows you to choose the number of sprays you use for more or less desensitization, and it doesn't transfer to your partner, leaving them all numb like some other delay sprays out there. That's just one example of the many safe and amazing bedroom wellness products offered by Promescent. And if you head to promescent.com, that's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com, make your purchase today using our promo code FPS15OFF. That's FPS150OFF to get 15% off of your order. Again, that's promescent.com for all of your sexual wellness needs. So today's retelling is quite unique for us. It's not something that we do very often, but holy hell was it a ton of fun, due in large part to who it was with. It, we had a great experience with some friends, and I'm so excited to talk about it. I really enjoyed it for a lot of reasons, which of course we will go over. But the truth is, and it didn't occur to me until later or even the next day, honestly, because it was such an amazing experience, it's only the second soft swap you and I have had as a couple. Ever. Ever. Only two. That was the second one. And the first one we've talked about many times, it kind of sticks out in our mind as this incredible experience that we had because it was really hot and heavy and it was only a soft swap. And then we literally could not keep our hands off each other yep. getting back to our place. We were like, taking clothes off in the garage. Yeah. I mean, it was a whole thing. It was it was really hot. We've been really looking forward to, I guess, kind of reliving that experience because we, I mean, we don't ever have soft swaps. Obviously, this is only the second one in however many years. And so it was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it for a lot of reasons, man. First of all, that couple, we love them. They're awesome. They have become friends. We have now spent both of their birthdays with them. His birthday, he spent with us, they spent with us in Montana. And then we had the opportunity to play with them and spend her birthday together. This was amazing. So let's start out by saying ahead of time, the male half of this couple reached out and said, hey, it's obviously we're celebrating this woman's birthday. Would you guys be potentially interested in just spoiling her after dinner? Yes. Well, also, let's mention we are in the same state. Obviously, we're all traveling. And so it was easy to connect because as it turns out, they were literally 10 minutes away from us. Yeah, which that was, was badass. Fucking perfect. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And. So, yeah, he brought up the idea of, hey, obviously it's her birthday. Are you guys open to the idea of just making it all about her? And he actually, he corresponded with me. He sent me that message. So he and I chatted about it. And of course, my answer is, fuck, yeah, 100%. You just, you know, tell me, you know, point me in the right direction. You yeah, know? we should also describe them because I think this is kind of, it's a key part of this whole thing for, for sure. me anyway. She is the cutest fucking little blonde ever. Yes, she, she is. is. so, she's petite and she has this cute blonde hair and beautiful eyes. She's just a stunning woman. Absolutely stunning. Yep, she's got the booty that I enjoy. Yeah, she, she is just, yeah, she is, she's my type. She's my physical type. She's you're about your height. Maybe she's a drop taller just like an inch taller than you and just curvy in all the right places i just yeah i had a great fucking time <laughs> and he is this incredibly well put together guy he's always dressed so well and he's very kind of 
I would say mild-mannered. He doesn't really ever raise his voice or get too excited, and he's just very calm. He's got kind of a calming presence. Yeah, he's very even-keeled. You know, he's got this, like, monotone voice that's soothing, and he doesn't, he's not overly animated. He just makes you very comfortable to be around him. Yeah, they're a good mixture, good combination, because she's very kind of spunky, and he's very kind of even. Oh, yeah, she's the life of the party. She absolutely, her personality stands out. She, I just, they're a blast. I enjoy their company so much, which really, I think for me, made this this interaction as amazing as it was, because as you mentioned, this is not the norm for us. We do not typically play with couples together, not in the same room, certainly not on the same bed, and we absolutely did that. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> So we go out for dinner and we meet them at this great place that's like 20 minutes from where we're staying. And we sat outside. There was a band playing, which was kind of by design. She wanted to have some live music for her birthday. And they show up both looking amazing. She's in this beautiful dress. He's looking all well put together as usual, buttoned down. Just very attractive people. Oh, they are a really good looking couple. And she was just as cute as can be with her little dress. And was obviously, I mean, she was just excited. She was wearing my favorite color, which it never hurts. And just so much fun. And again, we don't typically do the dinner thing, obviously, when we're meeting couples because you just never know, right? You get stuck sitting at a table for 45 minutes or an hour with people you're not connecting with. Well, that's not an issue when you're friends with those people. And we have had dinner with them before and we have hung out with them before and have communicated for a long time with them. So this was just like having dinner with friends. That's what this was. Yes. It just so happened that we all got naked later. (laughs) Well, I think dinner was uber friendly. It was not sexual at all. No. I really don't think there was even flirting going on. There were maybe a couple of flirty glances here and there, but not overtly so at all. No, absolutely not. Because while the premise was already laid out and we kind of knew the way he put it, if things work out, is it okay if we maybe make it all about her? And I said, obviously, absolutely. There was no conversation at dinner about play. We didn't even have a plan. Well, I kind of loved that he reached out ahead of time because it didn't make it feel as if there was this awkwardness throughout the dinner of like, are we going to go back to their place afterwards? Are we not? Should we be flirting? Should we not? Are they interested? Are they not? Like all of that was laid out ahead of time. Right. And so I could just focus on having a great conversation with them, knowing full well that there would probably be fun afterwards, but I didn't have to be anxious about it. Well, the same for me. Not only was there already a, basically a tentative plan in place, as long as everything went according to plan at dinner and that kind of thing, but also because we already knew ahead of time, or at least I did, that the focus was going to be on on the birthday girl... It really takes the pressure off of trying to figure out logistics when you're finally naked. Yeah. I mean, it it really does eliminate all of that unnecessary stress that you have when that playtime, quote unquote, starts to become obvious. And so, yeah, I mean, there's no issue. We're having dinner. We're having drinks. We're laughing. We're listening to to music. And the, the idea of at some point hooking up really didn't even occur to me until we were leaving. So we leave the restaurant and they invited us back, obviously, and we go back to their place and probably for a good half hour or so, it was just kind of chatting and, and connecting even more than we did at dinner. It was, once again, not uber flirtatious. There were a couple of points where she and I kind of locked eyes. And I will also say I reached out to her ahead of time and we were talking kind of about the birthday plan. And she goes, yeah, I know that her partner had reached out to you guys and made it pretty obvious that I want to play. And I just want to let you know I'm really excited to be with you. And I was like, fuck yes, me too. Because she is beautiful. And I was so excited. And because of that, we're standing in in their kitchen area. And she and I lock eyes at least three separate times where it's just pretty obvious obvious that we're fucking gelling and vibing and want to touch each other well it's always nice when you're with people or a person that you know instinctively you know you want to be with and they want to be with you that just makes it an amazing experience overall it was obvious that there was some connection but again it wasn't just out there we weren't talking about sex we weren't touching each other there was none of that we were simply getting the tour, having some conversation, laughing and joking. And as you said, that lasted maybe 20 minutes or 30 minutes. I don't even remember at that point. We sat down kind of just getting to know one another. Getting, I should say getting more comfortable with one another because this would have been the first time we were all naked together. Yes. In all the time that we've spent together, which goes back to what we talk about all the time. That vanilla time spent with couples particularly that really makes the inevitable experiences 
amazing for us. And every time we've been very fortunate. Yes, I agree. So I think I was trying to figure out how to transition to, because they had this big bed set up. It was a yeah. perfect setup. They have this living room area, this big bed. They had condoms and lube set out and all sorts of fun stuff just kind of lingering around this bed, which I loved. It was obvious that not only were they prepared, but they were excited about this interaction. Yes. And that again goes back to the, the level of preparedness of these folks, particularly him. He reached out, said, hey, this is kind of what I was thinking, and we show up, and boom, it's done. He's already laid the groundwork, which, once again, just makes it so much easier to transition from vanilla to not-so-vanilla, and it's just comfortable. Yeah, but there was a period where I was like, I don't know how to transition without just being like, hey, everyone, let's go get naked, because it didn't feel like that environment. It wasn't so super flirtatious leading up to that. So I didn't want to do that. Instead, I decided to be all smooth. I was in this tiny little dress, this little pink dress, and I had my heels on still. So I was like, I'm going to take my shoes off and get a little bit more comfortable. And that seemed to just kind of turn everything. Like the energy shifted after I did that because it was pretty clear. I'm taking my shoes off for a reason. (laughs) Well, yeah, you want to get on the bed. But how? well, so of course there's three sofas, big, big space, king bed in the middle of this thing. And he and I are sitting next to each other on one of those sofas, and you were sitting on one. She was kind of sitting on the bed. Yes. So we were all around one another, but there was some space, obviously, between us. Once you took your shoes off, he suggested take it all off to her, (laughs) which she did immediately. Yes. Right? It took no time. And then, of course, once she's naked, you're starting to get naked, but you guys were making out first. Yes. Yeah. That's a show, basically. We're on the bed. This is so fun. We're on the bed. I'm still in my dress at this point, and she is now naked, and we're just touching on each other. I'm touching her amazing tits. I'm rubbing on her neck. I'm kissing her. She has the most soft lovely smelling skin I think I've ever experienced in my entire life. One of my favorite things about being with a woman is that softness to their skin and you know that she's just exfoliating and moisturizing. It's obvious because it just feels so good. And I'll just say that it tasted good too. <laughs> it was like intoxicating to me because the more I touched her and I, I felt that sensation, the more I just wanted to envelope myself around her. You know yeah. what I mean? So it was really quite sexy and we were definitely putting on a show because you guys are sitting on this sofa watching us and I can tell he especially is just eyes glued on this situation. Well, what I love about this couple amongst a whole lot of other things is how connected they are and how earnestly concerned he is about her enjoyment in all of this. Yeah. Just like me, I want to see you enjoy yourself. It's that that royalty perk concept and he very much exudes that. So while you guys are playing, we were I mean, we were just in, you know, in in heaven because it was exactly what we were both looking for. Both of you were enjoying yourselves. We get to watch it simultaneously. And of course the plan was already in place. We were going to make it about her, which you were doing. So I think at one point I said you said something about you have too many clothes on or something like you that. You did. Yeah, you were still you had your dress on. She was of course naked. And I said, "Do you think I have panties on?" You're like, "Of course you don't have panties on." I actually did have panties yeah, on. Yeah, you surprised me. You never wear panties. Well, I wanted to be classy at dinner. I didn't want to, you yeah, know, Yeah, it's a nice my... place, but you've been in five-star restaurants with no panties and, and, and <laughs> uh, a remote vibrator in. I don't so, know, maybe I'm growing up a little bit. <laughs> well, stop that shit. <laughs> What's with the panties? Yeah, all of a sudden you're wearing panties out to a date. Come I had on. a momentary lapse of judgment and put yeah. panties on, okay? That's a bet That's a bet that I almost certainly know I'm going to win when we play the panties, panties and no panties, no panties game. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd never, it's, I don't have to think about it. It doesn't matter. It's, the answer is no. Absolutely not. You're not wearing it. <laughs> well, I did that night. So I kind of peeled them off. And so then my ass is hanging out and I kind of hike it up and I'm looking over at you to see if you're looking at my ass and totally are. Yeah, I'm looking at your and ass. It's very, the whole thing is just incredibly erotic to me because not only am I there touching this beautiful woman and kissing on her and enjoying that energy, but I'm looking at you and you seem to be enjoying it so thoroughly and he is too. So there's just all of these energies like flurrying around the room and it was, I don't know, I just loved it. I kind of got lost in it. Well, what's interesting is he and I are sitting next to each other on this sofa and for a moment, I'm pretty sure he and I didn't even realize we were sitting next to each other <laughs> because we were so focused on you guys. I had completely forgotten he was right there next to me because I'm just watching the show. I'm sure he experienced the same thing <laughs> until I said, you know, you have too many clothes on. And then he chimed in and said, yeah, I think she does. You know, so that I was like, oh, you are there. Gotcha. I didn't know what had happened. I'd lost myself, <laughs> you know. 
So I did, I got completely naked and then we're just laying there, she and I next to each other kissing. Then she starts to sit, to suck on my tits, my lick on my nipples and kiss on my chest. And it's so sensual and soft and you know, I think it's so interesting how with men, I kind of want to be manhandled. And with women, I would so much rather that soft touch. It's it's one of my favorite contrasts between male and female energy. Right. And I just fucking I love it. It is so sexy. So she and I do that for a while. I mean, this is a good half hour. Oh, yeah. Just- this was you two just going at it while we we're just enjoying the show. I mean, the only thing we didn't have was popcorn. <laughs> I mean, that was it. So I started to touch her pussy just a tiny bit. And then I said to her, do you think we should get the boys over here? And the whole point, once again, is for her to be center of attention, have all the hands and mouths on her. and Yeah, just immersed in pleasure. (laughs) So she says, yes. And I kind of motion over to you. And what's interesting is there have been situations where I'll look at you and I can tell you're not super comfortable. So it's like, okay, I know to kind of leave you out of it or to let you go at your own pace or whatever. But this look on your face was telling me you were so fucking into it so i waved over knowing you would come well so again it goes back to my initial conversation with with him text conversation earlier in the day i knew that this was the plan and of course i knew they had communicated about said plan prior so the idea that the attention was going to be on her from both me and you which is what she had asked for obviously otherwise we wouldn't have you know done what we did I was comfortable because I already knew that he was on board, she was most certainly on board, and I wasn't I didn't have to worry about any awkward transitional weirdness in that moment. So when you gave me the green light, you actually said something you're like, You have too many clothes on, you need to come over here <laughs> to me. Very outside of the norm for me, absolutely, you know, not my typical behavior. I didn't even say anything. I just got undressed. Yeah. Like instantly took all my clothes off. <laughs> Put them neatly on the sofa because I'm weird like that. And I, <laughs> I got on the bed. So opposite of me, I just throw shit everywhere. I have to try to find panties and bras Yeah, afterwards. you're like a seven-year-old just throwing your shit all over. So I instantly just got undressed and got on the bed with complete disregard for whether or not he was getting undressed first. Like I wasn't even thinking, well, let me get, let, let him kind of get in there before me. <laughs> well, he sat there. He didn't move. So now I'm thinking, okay, he wants to see both of us playing with her. And I remember that was part of the conversation he and I had. Yes. So when I got undressed, I instantly just got on the bed with you guys and I started kissing her body basically all over. You were concentrated on her top. I was concentrated on the bottom. Yes. I wasted no time getting my face where it belonged. Zero. Right in between the legs. And it was so fucking hot because you are licking her and she is starting to kind of writhe around almost immediately when you started going down on her. And at the same time, I'm touching on her neck and sucking on her nipples and I'm reaching up and kissing her and putting my hands in her hair. And she is just writhing with pleasure. And oh my God, it was so fucking hot. Well, and this, this situation that you just described is going to take place for a long time. A long time. I was not about to stop licking her until someone pulled me off of her. (laughs) That was how this was going. Because again, this was all about her. I didn't want there to be any discussion or misunderstanding about what we were there for. Right. So I was absolutely focused on making her orgasm as much as I possibly could. That was my goal. And you did a fantastic job because the first time that she came, she came so hard that she wasn't able to talk for a couple of minutes afterwards. It was so fun. And she's so adorable. Like the whole idea that she, because we're talking to her and she's just putting her hands up like, you just, you need to just wait a second. Like just just stop talking to me. Just let me enjoy this for the moment. It was so, fucking hot and so of course in true me fashion the more i realize how much she's enjoying it i just continue to go yes there's no question that this took place for every bit of 30 minutes i my jaw was sore yeah so in the best possible fucking way (laughs) so you're continuing to go down on her while her partner comes and sits next to her yes so then he and i are each grabbing and sucking one of her tits they start making out while you are continuing to go down on her i am now focusing on both tits so she has so many hands and mouths on her at the same time and you could tell she was just in this state of like losing herself she wasn't there for a minute i could tell oh no she was completely in she was in this euphoric place and as i said she actually was kind of like motioning like just stop 
stop talking, just let me do this. And <laughs> it was so hot. Obviously, he was so turned on. When he started, he came over, as you mentioned, kissing her and kind of massaging her breasts. He was still dressed. Yes. He hadn't even gotten undressed yet. I don't even think he took his shoes off at that point. Yeah. Until finally, he did take all of his clothes off because it was just so, we were all just so worked up. But the idea of focusing the intention on her really put me in a unique place. I was touching you. Obviously, I had a free hand. My face is buried in her pussy for sure. <laughs> my left hand was kind of on her thigh and my right hand, because you were to my right, I was rubbing your ass and feeling on you a little bit. But the focus was 100% on her from all of us. And it was it was an amazing experience. And all I could think about, honestly, in, in that moment was, we need to do this with you. Like, this has to be a thing that we do with you at some point. <laughs> well, pretty quickly, she says, I think we should switch spots. Yeah, yeah. And so I lay back on my back, and you go in between my legs and start going down on me. I can't even imagine how much of a fucking mouth workout you had. That oh, it was good. So, <laughs> Your yeah. tongue was busy. For sure, because after I'm going down on you, they're now both touching you in the similar fashion to that how you guys were touching her. You come... And I think actually twice at one point, because I just, you were, as long as you were laying there, I was licking your pussy. So I want to paint this picture though, because it's too fucking hot. I will remember this for a very long time. I have him on my left tit, grabbing it and sucking it. I have her on my right. Okay. So each one of them has a tit. Okay. Yes. And once again, male, female energy. One of the reasons I love being with a couple is because it is very different the way they are touching me. Sure. It's almost fucking with my head because he is grabbing it he's almost kind of nibbling not hard but just a much more masculine energy on my left side while she is being incredibly sensual she's rubbing she's kissing she's licking and to have both sensations happening simultaneously was one of my favorite experiences I've had in a very long time well what I enjoy about situations like that is watching her kind of massage and and be really gentle with you it's a window into how she wants to be handled. Yeah. Right? Which instinctively tells me, I need to do the same thing. So I don't, to her, like I don't even need to think about this. I'm watching exactly what it is that she wants done to her. So when we got the opportunity and she was back in the basically the position you were in, I went to a much more softer kind of touch. And that was really, I think, at that point, what brought her over the edge because you and I are being very kind of gentle with her in the moment that we were both sharing with her. And it's so obvious when something's working for someone. I don't understand why people get upset about someone telling them, hey, this works or this doesn't. Who doesn't want that to be the case? Yeah. It's an experience. Help me out. (laughs) Yeah, it's an experience like no other. You don't even. There's no guesswork. You're not even. I was not even worried about it. Like I knew that this was working for her, which just turned me on that much more. Oh, so sexy. So then the oral kind of stops for a little bit. The oral on the women. I just had to. I didn't want to. I just needed a moment to, you know, rest my jaw. So she and I kind of make out a little bit again. You and he are just kind of sitting on the bed, you know, kind of touching. There's a little bit of rubbing going on, but it's pretty innocuous at this point, aside from she and I making out. Right. And then at one point I said, I really want to suck Brian's cock. And she goes, yeah, I think that's allowed because once again, it's her birthday, right? So I told her she had to call the shots. I'm like, can I go play with Brian for a little bit? (laughs) She's like, yeah, absolutely. So I, you are now sitting on the couch. I kind of crawl over to you on the bed Yes. and I get down on my stomach and I start sucking your cock and I'm deep throating it. I'm playing with your balls. I start licking on your balls. Then I go back to your cock and pretty soon she creeps up on my left side. Yeah, well, what you couldn't, obviously, you couldn't possibly see it. She is sucking his cock as well behind you. Oh. He's watching us because her back is to us, much like your back was to them. So she was kind of emulating what you were doing to some degree. And then eventually, yes, she comes over, I think, on your left side and... She just basically takes over. You, well, you're both working my cock and my balls For a together bit, very briefly. On, yeah, she's on your balls and I'm on your cock. So you have both of these heads down on you at the same time. Yes. And it's super hot because I have your cock in my mouth, but I'm still looking over out of the corner of my eye, seeing her just devouring your balls, which is so fucking and hot. And he is now positioned on the bed, which again, you couldn't necessarily see. He was sitting on the bed, uh, feet hanging off, but sitting on it, touching you because he's directly behind you. Yes. Uh, yeah, it, the whole fucking thing was super hot you could have stayed there as long as you wanted to i wasn't about to stop anybody. <laughs> it was very sexy so yeah then she kind of takes over and she is on your cock
dog. So I turn around, I'm facing him, and I'm kind of touching on him a little bit, and I start kind of just gently jerking his cock off at the same time that I reach over and start playing with her pussy from behind. Yeah, well, so, she's between my legs. Like, my, my cock is in her mouth at this point, and in this, she was where you were, and now you're behind her, and he's facing me. So you guys, you and she, your backs are basically, you know, up against each other for the most part. But her legs are kind of spread open and I'm just lightly playing with her pussy going down to her clit at the same time that I'm touching his cock. So it was just, it was this like domino effect of naughtiness going on. Well, yeah. And again, I, we, I need to go back to this is not a situation in which you and I find ourselves often. Ne- almost never in the same room and most certainly not on the same bed. There's only one couple that we typically would have done that with at home and they were again, they were our friends. Very and we close spent friends, yeah. yeah, we spent as much vanilla time with them as we did sexy time for sure, M- definitely more. I mean, you know, again, dinners and birthdays and holidays. So for us to be in a situation like that for you and I to find ourselves in that situation, that is a unique couple that we're with. That, I mean, it really, to me, speaks to how well we get along with them and just how amazing they are. And that's what we look, it's what I look for in terms of a couple. Yeah. Like if we're going to get to the point where we're going to play together, you and I are going to be in the same room, same bed, experience the same kind of thing. It's got to be really organic. Which well, is this what this was. is. So let me get to, I start sucking on his cock, okay? I am now taking my hands away from her and I'm focusing all of my attention on him and his lovely cock. And I start sucking it and he starts kind of grabbing me by the back of the head a little bit and using my mouth a little. And that was super sexy. We all know I love that. Yes, you do. And at the same time, I can hear her gagging and moaning on your cock behind me. I can't see it. I just hear it. Right. And that was, so fucking hot well for me i really didn't okay i didn't want to stop her because it was fucking amazing (laughs) but i also felt like wait this is supposed to be about her so as far as i was concerned as long as you were focused on him i wasn't going to try to change the position that she and i were in at that moment because i wanted to make sure all things were congruent if he was okay with it and she was okay with it then that was fine but this was her night and i didn't want to fuck this up in any way but i must say i was really hesitant to ask her to stop for any fucking reason <laughs> i'm sure so i didn't have to because you guys were playing and it was i'm watching you suck his cock and of course she's sucking my cock and so i'm just that much more fucking turned on because i've got the whole show i can i can see everything he and i can see it all you guys couldn't see anything other than respectively me and him yeah so it was just fucking awesome because it was almost like you were blindfolded and couldn't see what was going on behind you yeah you know it was fucking hot as shit i could guess which was also kind of hot because it was like every time she would make a new noise i would be thinking in my head oh she just went deep on his cock or yeah you know or wow she's really picking up the pace or whatever i had to kind of guess based on the noises of course i can guess it's a pretty educated guess i mean i've I've made a lot of noises on a cock in my day you can tell kind of what's happening well and and i couldn't necessarily reach her entire body because of how i i was positioned and how she was positioned i was able to get my hands down to about her waist but i was massaging her tits while she's sucking my cock i very gently did have my hands in my left hand basically in her hair while my right hand was on her tits and i was not pulling her hair but definitely much like you said, kind of using her head a little bit, very gently. I didn't know exactly what level I would be okay going to. I was just waiting for her to give me some cues. She never did try to stop me or say anything about the pressure, so I just continued on, and as long as she was making those amazing fucking noises, I knew we were in, you know, I was in the right ballpark, so I just continued on. Man, it was fucking hot. Eventually... I don't even know how long we were all naked at this point, but she is aggressively sucking my cock. And I said to her, uh, are you trying to make me come? She yes, said, and yes. I hear this. I hear this while I am sucking his cock. I can hear you behind whispering, but like not necessarily whispering, just very softly saying, are you trying to make me come? Yes. And I was like, and the tone of your voice while you said it, I knew because, you know, because you're my partner and because we have a lot of sex, I knew you were getting close and I knew you were super fucking into it. And as soon as I heard that, I was just devouring his cock because I was so turned on by it. Well, you know how turned on I am must have been in that moment because it's not the norm for me to come from oral. You're one of the very few people who can pull that off. Yes. However, once again, I don't know whether this is related or they're just that fucking amazing. 
our friends back home that we play with together, she is also one of the very few that has made me come while she was sucking my cock. Yes. Now, that could easily be because, as I said, they're just both tremendous uh, and just sexually fucking on fire. Or it has something to do with the level of comfort in which I find myself in those moments. I think it's both. It's very likely a combination of the two. But I, yeah, I absolutely did ask her. I was like, are you trying to make me come? While my <laughs> hand was in her hair, of course, and my hands are on her tits. She said, yes. I was like, okay, well, then here we go. Because it, it wasn't much more than maybe two or three minutes later that I came and I kind of removed my cock from her mouth and was stroking my cock. Instantly, she puts her mouth back on my cock and starts licking my balls. I mean, it was as hot an experience, particularly with a couple, I think, that than we've ever had. Certainly superseded our first soft swap, which oh. I thought was going to be very difficult to do. Hell yes. It was so fucking sexy. And that's kind of where we left it. I mean, we did. We laid there kind of all of us, all of us yeah, for a few minutes. And then we got dressed and, you know, said goodbye to them. And I mean, I was just... I remember walking to the car even and just feeling kind of floaty because the whole thing was so sexy, almost overwhelmingly so. Yeah, the endorphins were flying. It was crazy. I almost felt like I was drunk, but I knew I wasn't because I'd had one drink three hours prior. That's not what it was. It was just this floaty, like, sex. I was sex drunk. That's what it was. (laughs) And that's something else. We didn't even talk about that really, but I think it's worth mentioning. At least for me, it matters. This particular couple, much like you and I, they're not big drinkers. No. They had one drink at dinner. You and I had one drink at dinner. I think we had two, but it was spa- way spaced out. It may have been. I, I don't I don't know that I had two. You may have. I don't think I did because I was purposely, you know, I, I was consciously not wanting to drink too much. And for me, too much is two, two drinks. Three is out of the question. My point is, it was an amazing experience that did not require anyone to be under the influence of anything. That's how I know a situation is really going to be an organic, fluid, amazing experience because you're with people who are much like us. You know, we, I knew where this was going. Everyone was in their right mind. There was no question about it. And that just, again, lends itself to a level of sexy for me. I don't know why I get it. It's not a lot of people's thing. For me, it is, you know, it just matters to me. There's a level of discipline and they're you know the the experience was important enough to them that they wanted to be fully engaged i mean that's a big deal for me yeah it was so fun i fucking loved it and the best part was we get in the car we are driving back and of course i'm touching you and like i said i'm floaty i'm not really fully there i can tell i'm saying things to you but i'm not even sure they're 100 making sense because i was just so into the whole thing but i was just ready to fucking pounce on you the route that we had to take to get to where they were and then back to where we are i've probably done that now 50 times i was so out of it i needed you to put the navigation on because I couldn't remember how to get back. Yeah. I was just, I mean, my head was just cloudy, That's you know? That's how you know the sex is good. Yeah, it was, man, that was a fucking hot experience. And of course, much like the first soft swap you and I experienced, we couldn't keep our hands off each other. And I mean, those those experiences when they're that intense, that's how you know you've hit a fucking home run, right? Like the, everything that happened in that evening, you know works for us. Like there's that's the recipe. Yeah. You know, no question about it. And it was a great soft swap. And like we've been saying, we would love to do more of that because all it is is this giant foreplay for you and I. It's this anticipatory buildup that just results in a fucking sex bomb when we get home together. Yeah, and that's what we look forward to. It's the thing we most look forward to is that reconnective time. Yeah, it was so fun. It, it was really such was. a great night. They're such great people. And I fucking loved retelling this because I'm super turned on right now just <laughs> thinking about it. And we had a blast. Yeah, they were they're just great people and you know, folks that we will be long term friends with for forever. They're just great people. Uh, and again, when you make that vanilla connection and then you have that sexy time and and you can separate the two because shortly thereafter, what, the following week, they just came and had dinner with us. Like, you know, we hosted them for dinner. There was no sex. There was no nudity. There was no overt flirtation. It was just four people who genuinely enjoy each other's company. And I love that. 
Same, looking forward to a lot more soft swaps in our future. I'm also really looking forward to Pod Bash in October at Secrets Hideaway. Yes, it is going to be fucking amazing. We have so much cool shit that's happening. Other people jumping on board and wanting to be part of it. It's going to be so much fucking fun. I truly cannot wait. I'd like to go to sleep and wake up in October. It's going to be fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we have some really fun stuff planned. We actually are doing a pink pack the place in pink night, which is going to be for breast cancer awareness. We're going to do some proceeds going to some foundations for that and have some really cool and fun stuff. Plan- oh my God, I'm just excited. There's so much going on. So make sure you guys head over to podbashevent.com to check out the full schedule and events that are happening and to book your stay because rooms are going very quickly. We also want to let you know that our Patreon members heard about our newest project this week on our bonus episode and it is going to be big. Yeah, just stay tuned, folks. I am so excited about this particular project for a lot of reasons, and we can't wait to bring it to you. Yes. So if you are interested in a new way to get involved and to do something really cool, we hope that you'll head on over to our Patreon account and hear about it before anyone else. Plus check out over a hundred bonus episodes of Front Porch Swingers. It's a great way to sponsor the show if you appreciate our content. So patreon.com slash front porch swingers. And a very big thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community who this week are John, Joshua, Snow and Ice, Chase, and Dane. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. We also want to let you guys know about our OnlyFans. We have had some real fun on there lately. We actually just filmed a whole bunch of naughty stuff yesterday together. Yeah, it was a hot day. I've been uh, splicing it, putting it up, and ooh, it is steamy. I've, I actually watched a little bit of it this morning. <laughs> that would explain why the vibrator is on the bed. <laughs> it was so hot. So we'd love for you guys to check that out at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. You can also find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media. Check out our YouTube channel called Front Porch Swingers with new videos going up all the time. Subscribe to us over there. And what else do we have? Oh, I think that's it. Just a whole lot of cool, sexy shit coming in your way we got a lot of stuff happening this week i cannot wait we're going to have a lot of interesting conversations to share with you very soon yes we will and until then thank you guys so much for listening thanks everybody don't forget to find us on altplayground.net alt playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect share and create new adventures together they have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website but now they're rolling out nationally and they're including so many amazing features including the podcast corner which we're very excited to be on there are going to be videos from your favorite sex positive folks and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy like-minded people so we hope you'll come check us out at alt playground dot net today.